0: It's episode three hundred and twenty-five of Podquest. Hey, Wednesday, November eleventh, twenty twenty. I am Chris. With me is Druten. Hello, Walnut. What's up? How you guys doing?
1: A lot better this week than it's been the last few.
0: It's been a weird few weeks.
2: Sure, sure has. So, I also had I also had a minor panic attack when he started introducing us because I took a sip of water as you were saying, and here is, and then he said Drew first. I was like, oh, thank God.
0: So. I usually do it in alphabetical order, like, subconsciously. Okay. Like, not always. Sometimes I mess it up. But, like, usually, like, for whatever reason, even when I'm typing your names into, like, the, um, the, the MP3 tags, I type our names alphabetically. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't even think about it. It's just, it just comes out that way.
2: That's what she said?
0: Sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. Um, I was gonna say something. I forget what it is now.
2: It has been a crazy few weeks.
0: Also, I... You guys might care. Uh happy Skyrim anniversary. Nine years ago today that it was released for the first of fifty million times. Wow,
1: how about that? That's yeah. I el- did not know that.
0: Eleven eleven eleven. Nice. Yeah, I uh I'm surprised neither of you realized that, considering I don't I've never actually played Skyrim.
1: Man, I worked at game no. Like <laughs> Yeah, I, I, was I was long like, gone no, at that no point. point. <laughs> I was out at a GameStop for like but like I don't know, I don't fucking remember when
2: i got that game yeah i
0: it, it was the 11 11 11 thing it was, it's kind of like the uh the dreamcast was 9999
2: i i can yeah. barely remember my family's birthdays let alone release dates of video games
0: that seems like a problem you should get that checked
2: i mean it's that's just i don't i remember Eric's because he always made it always made a big deal about it i remember my mom's cuz it's 3 days after mine I never remember Jensen's because it always happened on around Thanksgiving, so we just celebrated it on Thanksgiving. And I don't remember my dad's because we never made a big deal about it. So that's so what, more so the reason.
0: So what you're saying is you don't care about your sister or your dad? Uh,
2: that's what it sounds like to me, yeah. Yeah, take with that what you want.
0: I mean, I think I, I I just told you what Drew and I think about it. So anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start the show with some some sad news. Uh, Drew, I think this will probably this one's probably saddest for you. Uh we lost Alex Trebek over the weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. That was super shitty to see. I normally don't really get too emotional about celebrity deaths, but this one was as close as it's going to get. But it was also kind of a matter of when not if. And... Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he he passed away on Sunday, November 8th. Uh he was 80, which, you know. That's a that's a long time to live. Um, And it, w- it was almost two years that he'd been battling pancreatic cancer. So, yeah. you know, at, at that age to to fight off something like that. And I believe he was I think he was diagnosed with like a later stage of it, too. I don't think yeah, it was it, like an early stage.
1: No, no, it was definitely like I'm pretty sure stage three when like news came out.
0: Yeah, that's that sounds right. Um, But yeah, his uh his final episodes of Jeopardy is going to air on Christmas Day.
2: Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. I know he, uh, he recorded a Thanksgiving thing that they already aired. Yeah. Saying, like, be, be safe on Thanksgiving. It was supposed to air for the parade.
0: Yeah, it, he does all of the, um, the local affiliates, um, for, a- ABC is what Jeopardy was on, right? Yeah. 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 So, like, he does, uh, a lot of, like, hosts like that do, like, their little, like, hey, Philadelphia, like, have a good holiday and whatnot, um, for, like, the local affiliates of whatever station they're on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I believe that he has episodes filmed through Christmas. I don't think they're just holding it for Christmas. So right. whether every day is going to have an episode, I don't know. But I know that they, they filmed like up to five episodes a day, depending on how he was feeling. Um, and his last day in the studio was October 29th. So there are episodes left. I just don't know how many of them. And then it, it it'll be weird because, I mean, that. D- Drew, do you actively watch Jeopardy, or is it just one of those things where, like, if you see it, you see it, if not?
1: Uh, no, I don't really go out of my way to really watch it, but if we're not doing anything else at 7 o'clock and I realize, I remember, I will go to watch it. But, like, I made sure to watch when they did that, uh, like, best of the best tournament thing. with Where uh, they had, like, the three top winners
0: yeah. ever, or whatever?
1: Yeah. Like, I... Was like, no, we are watching these, and I'm making sure, and I'm playing along with it. And I got killed when playing along with that, because it was incredibly hard. But, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird, because, like, even though, like, I never, like, I, my grandmother used to watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune every night. And Hollywood Squares. She would flip (laughs) back and forth between the three of them. Uh, Because I think Hollywood Squares aired at the same time as one of them. But, so, like, when we lived with her, like, I, I would see Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune all the time. And it's, like, it's just weird that like that show has been on the air with him as the host longer than any of us have been alive. And yeah. come December, it's either not... Like, it's probably not going to be on for a while, and then it's going to have somebody different.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, I have memories of being at my grandparents' house, and they would have... They had a TV in their kitchen, and then they had a TV in the living room, and the kids would stay in the living room. Grandparents would have Jeopardy on and Wheel of Fortune on every time we were here for dinner in the kitchen, and it's just that 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 music reminds me of being being at the house with my par- grandparents, and it's just it him his voice and his tenure and and, and everything it, it sucks it's a bummer, uh, but like Drew said, it's when not if because of everything that was going on with him.
0: Yeah, and especially at, at his age, like yeah, the fact that he managed to fight it for as long as he did is actually that's pretty remarkable
1: mm-hmm. yeah but and like my dad still watches basically every night so so it's I'll, definitely I'll, a big thing in my fam my fam
2: i'll go through stints of putting it on on netflix when i'm going to bed and things like that sometimes but uh, especially since quarantine i've been watching it more
0: because you're that weirdo that can't sleep without noise or something right
2: <laughs> yeah i need noise i just i it's i don't like silence
0: you should start watching horror movies as you go to sleep <laughs>
2: Fuck no fuck no Uh Uh-uh. Ain't doing that shit. Ain't doing that shit. You watch it on your iPad, right? Yeah, I have it on my iPad next to my...
0: Man, because you know what would be a really good April Fool's prank? If you, um... If you casted it on your, um... On your TV. Like, like... Because you have a TV in your bedroom, right? Uh... I used to. Oh, I thought you still did.
2: Uh, well... I do. But it broke. The the, the, The stand broke. So it's now sitting upside down. Like resting oh. on itself upside down. I can't use it um because the stand broke. I haven't but, used that thing in forever anyway.
0: But you know like like a really good April Fools prank because you, you you cast everything would be like in the middle of the night to come over and start casting horror movies. Yeah. to your TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially
2: like on days where I'm like I fall asleep down in the living room or something. It would be just like and sometimes I keep the volume up really loud. It would be a good joke for them to just Put on something, if somebody's screaming or yeah or murder or whatever, yeah, that, uh, that
0: that would be quite funny.
2: That would be mean as hell, but yeah, it would be funny.
0: Um, anyway, th- there's not a good way to segue from that, so we're just going to do it. Well, um,
1: uh, I, uh, one last thing on it. I bet Ken Jennings winds up as the next host. You think so? Yeah, he's uh, they hired him on as like a producer, and he does some video clue categories every now and then. And I kind of have a feeling, like, after they did that all-star tournament thing, that they went to Ken and were like, listen, because Alex's diagnosis was out at that point, and we're probably like, if you want to host, we'll bring you on. Obviously, we're not going to kick Alex out until he decides he wants to be done, but we want you to be the next host.
2: Because I can't remember, he's the longest running or a highest win?
1: Uh, Longest running. Okay. Because I think James... Well... Brad Rutter had won the most money because he won a bunch of the tournaments. Um, I think that James dude earlier, like last year, fell like three games short of passing uh, Ken Jennings for the most days on the show. Mm -hmm.
0: Did Jennings win that tournament too?
1: Yeah, so that
0: might have actually
1: put Ken Jennings back over the top for the most money.
0: Hasn't it been like 20 years since his initial run? It's
2: been a while. That was like
0: early, mid-2000s, I feel.
2: Yeah. It, it's been at least 10. I remember it being a big deal in my memory. So I think we were least, in high school. Yeah, 10 to 15.
0: I'm actually trying to look it up real quick. Uh, in 2004, Jennings won. Yeah, so it was the year we graduated. So just over 15 years. But I know I did see something at one point where, um, like, I guess um, Alex had an interview where he actually thought that the next, um, the next host would be like a female.
1: Possibly, although I mean, who knows? I, I, my gut is that it's going to be Ken Jennings, but it, it could not.
2: Like, it, the- it would, it would make sense for it to be Ken Jennings. Um, but yeah, like you said, Drew, it's just completely up in the air. Could be anybody. Yeah, it could he, be Drew Carey for all we know.
0: Oh God, that'd be weird. Um, because doesn't he? Um, I'm not, not doesn't he? Does he actually have like the like a personality that like a game show host needs to have? Like, Ken Jennings. Yeah, because like Trebek was very like he was he was proper, but he also was like warm and inviting. If that makes yeah, sense.
1: Yeah, no, uh, K- Ken Jennings is pretty good. Okay, like I- I've heard him on a lot of other media stuff other than just being on Jeopardy, and like he's pretty funny. He's got a solid sense of humor to him. Like he would be a good host.
0: So, um, I just noticed this on his Wikipedia page. Actually, um, he is currently. The all-time game show winnings leader with over $5 million. Um, he's the Jeopardy! the greatest of all time champion. Um, holder of the longest Jeopardy! winning streak at 74 games. And he is second place for the highest earnings contestant on Jeopardy! at $4 million. So he won like another million on another show. Damn. Oh, it, was, it looks like it may have been, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Huh. Makes sense. In 2008, so four years after his Jeopardy run. Nice. Oh wow! And he also came in second place to the Watson supercomputer.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's impressive. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, I mean, cause... it was he was second of three. So it ju- was it was a tournament of Watson, him, and someone else. Yeah, I mean, he uh, didn't come in. Third. I'm pretty sure it was Brad, the other guy who
1: was in the Greatest of All Time thing. Yeah. So
0: didn't and Drew, you'll you you'll probably know this. Prior to, like, a certain point, it might have been actually when Jennings had his streak. There was a limit, right? Well, couldn't you only yep. win, like, a week or something like that? Yep. Yeah, it was a
1: five-day limit. And then, like, I'm pretty sure it, Ken Jennings was the year they got rid of the limit. And just, boom, oops, there you go. Yeah. This person just dominates the show for two and a half months.
0: That's got to be crazy, because you figure well, if they film five-ish episodes a day...
1: Make that like three months, <laughs> but yeah,
0: but like you figure at like five ish episodes a day at that point, especially because Alex was in good health still. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like he filmed those episodes in the span of a couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. and then had to sit on it for th- almost three months or actually over three months when you factor in weekends, mm-hmm. yeah, because that Jeopardy airs Monday through Friday, right? Correct. Yeah, that's insane to, like, like, I know a lot of game shows are like that, like, all those, like, um, like, survivors and shit like that, like, those contestants get, like, sent to, like, a private island resort for the remainder of the contest, just so they don't go blabbing anything, but, like, I don't know, that's, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a week is one thing, like, that's, that literally you're there for one day. Like, you go in, you film your five episodes, and that's that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least depending on how it falls, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Sad, sad times. Sad times. Um, Definitely. In brighter news, um, the election is kind of, sort of over. Um, the, the Trump lost. Um, he Yay. won't admit he lost, but he lost. Um,
2: he's, he's being a complete baby about this.
0: Yep. He. Uh, I mean, this isn't normally something we would get into, but I made this this analogy to Erica, and then I started seeing it all over the the internet. Him losing on Sat, Like, it was announced on Saturday that, that yeah. Joe Biden was president-elect. He won... He he was declared winner of Pennsylvania. That put him over 270. If Trump won every other state that hadn't been called yet, he still wouldn't have come close enough to win. Yeah. Um, like, it was like the end of the special edition of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> like, <laughs> all around the country, people were dancing in the streets. Yeah. Like, yeah. if there had been a statue of Trump... That would have been the time that somebody would have toppled it over as people were dancing and singing.
2: You know, he was president for four years. I'm surprised he didn't erect a statue.
0: Same, same. I mean, honestly, just even even without the the presidency, I'm surprised he didn't have one in front of one of his shitty hotels.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, my my favorite meme I've been seeing of these are uh, it, it's like Trump Tower and it has a uh, a banner over the Trump and it says Spirit Halloween. <laughs> I saw that
0: one. <laughs> um, I mean, my favorite thing by far is that they booked the wrong four seasons.
1: Oh, man. I don't know what the fuck was up with that, but it was fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs>
0: and, like, I thought it was a joke at first, and then I saw the screenshots where it was actually Rudy Giuliani, and I'm just like, oh god, this yeah. is real. And then I saw somebody tweet out that it was next to a dildo shop and a crematorium, and I'm like, no, Oop. that's gotta be a joke. Mm-hmm. And fucking lo and behold, if you Go to Street View. Right across the street is the Delaware Valley Cremation Center, and one building over down from them on the same side of the street is Fantasy Island Adult Book and Novelty Shop.
2: And mm-hmm. and these people want you to believe that there was voting fr- voter fraud.
0: Yeah. Um, they, neither you of didn't you guys even ever booked the right place. Yeah. You, I know I talked about it a few times. Neither of you guys have ever watched Beep, right? No. No. So that that whole thing is a million percent the sort of thing that would have happened in that show. Like, mm-hmm. somebody even actually posted, like, like a picture of, like, w- one of the kind of, like, morons on that show and with the caption, like, what do you mean it's a hotel? Um, <laughs> because, like, he is the, like, he was the idiot on that show that would book a place like that, not, like, he would book a Staples office supply when he was supposed to be booking the Staples Center in Los Angeles, <laughs> which I feel I like agree. that is where they'll actually have the concession speech. A Staples? I'll try and book out the Staples Center and fuck it up again. Yeah. And, like, so apparently, like, that, that landscaping place are Trump supporters. That's obviously why they allowed it to happen. Um, but, like, if they're his supporters, why wouldn't somebody say something? Good business. But, like, you wouldn't be like, are you sure? We're a little landscaping company in northeast Philly. <laughs>
1: We're a fucking shit-ass parking
2: lot. Like... <laughs> and,
0: like, they tried real hard. They put all their stickers up. They gave them a little podium. Like... What? Oh, but like, he-
2: here's the thing. Like, I would never, I would probably never use that company. But all the Trump supporters see that they let them do that to fight for Trump. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire them now. It's, it, I, I, if I would, if they called me up and was like, "Uh, we need to have a report about 911. Can we do it at y- at your location?" Yeah, sure. And show off. If I had a business here, yeah, sure. And I'd show off my business at 911. Because that's my my address. Like, yeah, I, I I completely understand why they would do it. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: I do get that too. But I don't know if you're but supporting they're... somebody, you don't want them to look like an asshole, and, and like that th- makes them look fucking stupid.
1: And they're also going to piss off an even larger number of pe- potential customers by showing the Trump. Yeah, especially cause... in this area,
0: like in Philadelphia, where like that the reason trump lost pennsylvania was because of the greater philadelphia area you know where all the people live
2: Uh, unless they don't actually support trump and just wanted to make them look like fools
0: no like 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 like, like people have been online like clarifying that like they are trump supporters because apparently that company is now trying to sell merchandise um and and people are like yeah don't support them they actually support this guy buy the knockoff stuff that people are selling that's going to charity yeah
2: yeah definitely
0: but yeah, like, I, and you knew it's a fuck up because Trump's original tweet is just the four seasons in Philadelphia. Yeah. And then he deleted it and retweeted it with four seasons total landscaping.
2: guy I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm just, like, so.
0: there is not a comedy writer in the world that could have fucking predicted that one.
2: No, no. Uh, wait, I'll have to watch some, uh, some, some Simpsons and see if maybe they have called that something <laughs> like that. Um, but... Probably not, no.
0: But yeah, so now we're just in this awkward spin where Biden is president-elect, um, the Trump campaign is doing everything they possibly can to say he's not. But, like... Yeah. Like, I I had, like, the news on a whole bunch, and, like, MSNBC is very, like, left leaning. Like... Mm -hmm. But, like, even their Even when they're talking, like, very, like, bipartisan, it's like, the last time there were vote recounts, there were 1,100 or something like that, like, like, uncertain ballots that, like, were changed. Like, yeah. Trump is losing by tens of thousands in the states that Yeah, now. yeah. Like, there, there's no way, like, Georgia, I don't know if you guys saw, Georgia is going to hand count the ballots for their recount.
2: Are they really? Yep. Yeah. That's, I I haven't paid attention since Saturday. Did Georgia, like, call that no, Biden I think, won, or so that they...
0: So the way that works is, like, the states aren't necessarily calling it right now from what the news channels are reporting. It's the news – all your news outlets have, like, basically, like, an election desk where, like, those people are not allowed to look at anything other than the raw data. Like, they can't look at the other networks. They can't listen to their own, like, network broadcasts. They're just looking at the numbers being sent to them directly from the states. And they're the ones that are kind of, like, figuring out, like, okay, well – if there's 1,100 ballots left and this person is up 2,000 ballots, there's no way this other person can win. It's, it's this person's yeah. race.
2: Well, then, I, I mean, have news stations called Georgia for Biden yet? Or I, have, I believe
0: no? North Carolina, Georgia, Alaska, Ari- and Arizona, or no, Nevada are all still open. I might have Nevada and Arizona swapped because I know some networks uh, gave one, others didn't give them at all.
1: Yes, uh, some like Fox News called Arizona for Biden on like Wednesday, yeah, yeah, i I want watched, I watched really
2: has I watched ABC and they weren't calling. They were waiting as long as possible and kind of waiting for somebody else to call any of the other states.
0: A lot of them were doing that. like they were being very cautious with making calls, especially on those final states that were actually like a battleground state, yeah like oh like. Look, Alaska did, didn't matter. It was three electoral yeah. votes. No,
2: it literally, ABC said, Alaska's going to Trump. If there was 50% of the vote count, Biden could come back, but Alaska's going to Trump. Let's just do that now. Yeah, And they like they did not care about Alaska.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because well, when you factor in all of the, all the other states that were actually up, like those three electoral votes weren't going to make a difference yeah. for anybody. No, um, no, not at all. I know um, the the dude that... like the like the political analyst guy that does like the map for MSNBC like and I, I know like CNN was doing it too like was breaking everything down like very granular and he's like mm-hmm. here's the numbers like the numbers don't lie if there's this many and this many that's yeah. that's math
2: yeah they they were they were doing that in in uh, on abc's um
0: yeah it's just it's insane that he cause, yeah. like, so the other thing that i saw them point out on on some somewhere was so yeah. The 2000 election, um, Clinton – well, so, like, Al Gore in the 2000 election was already vice president. So he was already privy to, like, daily briefs and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Clinton invited Bush to get those as well because they didn't know who the winner was going to be. So, you know, they didn't want to leave either of the potential winners, like, unsure. But because it was such a late declaration by the time Bush was actually officially declared president-elect – he did not have, like, a proper, like, cabinet set by the time, like, he really, like, rolled into office. And a lot of analysts actually, like, label that as one of the biggest, like, national security flaws when they're talking about 9-11. And now we have a president who's just straight refusing to do anything. Like, yeah. not giving... And he also has all of the national, like like, top secret information of his own, which... He's the piece of shit that would then turn around and sell that to other countries for favors.
2: He's He's been firing a lot of his chief of staff right now. Like,
0: uh, well, he's been firing top officials at the Pentagon and replacing them with supporters. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of, like, not necessarily, like, news outlets, but, like, people on, like, Facebook are being like, is he trying to, like, stage a coup? He is. That's, that's sure what it looks like.
2: He's absolutely trying to stage a coup. Uh, he has said before the election that if he loses, he is claiming squatters' rights in the White House. Um, he's also stated, uh, what do you think's gonna happen, uh, three weeks into his presidency when Biden gets assassinated? So, he's, number one, he's going to jail as soon as he's out of the White House. He's got so many, there's gonna be so much litigation against him and so many criminal lawsuits against him that he's going to jail.
0: I mean, the problem is, though, he's got, he's got, he, he's a billionaire. Like, he won't go to jail. If anything, is, he'll leave the country.
2: Is, is he, though? Like,
0: I mean, technically, Yes. He did not give up any of his company assets when he took the presidency.
2: I, yeah, I know. I know that. What he should... He ha- he was supposed to. He he cut he was supposed to cut ties and not make money from any of his business during his presidency. But, like, I don't know. The way he acts, he acts kind of like he's... I mean, he's going to be in some big trouble when he gets... Which he will be. And it, it's just... I don't know. Apparently I mean, Putin... He, uh, other good news, apparently Putin's stepping down now, too, from what I heard.
0: So, I haven't seen... I saw somebody say something about that, but, like... That's not on any of the news outlets. So, like, I don't know if that's just people being like, well, I hope he steps down now. Yeah, unless
2: he's... Uh, or that might have been a joke. Yeah, I, I could... Yeah. I, but,
1: I mean, I've seen some places report the Putin thing, but other places are shooting it down, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's all, it's all kind of crazy, and frankly, even if Trump did try to stage a coup, like, this is not, you know... This is not a country where the president actually has an army at his back. Um, the, like, all of our armed forces branches have allegiance to the country, not to the person in the Oval Office. Like, mm-hmm. if the president tells them to take control of something that is part of the U.S. government, they're not going to do it. Like, yeah. most, most of the top-ranking officials in the armed forces have already publicly congratulated Biden and Harris. Yeah. Like, regardless of, like, their political leanings, that's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, the best thing Trump could hope for is his, like, fucking redneck piece-of-shit militia showing up, which will then get trounced by the actual military.
2: Maybe, maybe uh, maybe they'll actually be looked at as an actual, uh, a terrorist organization that actually needs to have something done about themselves.
0: I mean, probably not, because that's just how this country is, unfortunately. But we can hope. Um... But you know, we are not a political podcast, do no, I, no. I I don't know that any of us are necessarily smart uh, enough to to even be on a political podcast.
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: Drew, Na- say, like, maybe Drew. Uh,
1: I mean, not I, I would not claim myself at least not politically give myself the credit to be on a political cast.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of just bullshit information. <laughs> I agree with that. Like. I, I know a lot of bullshit information, but like you know a lot of bullshit information. Um,
2: so Rich, yes,
0: this one this one's going to interest you. I don't I don't know if you if you read ahead or not. Um, Critical Role is going to be releasing some more graphic novels. Um, in summer of next year, twenty twenty one, they're going to release mm-hmm. um the Mighty Nine Origins
2: stories. Yeah, um, uh, I saw somebody one somebody from a uh Critical Role or it might have been Critical Role themselves. You know, on Instagram or Twitter, tweet out this image with uh, Jester Jester's uh, cover page.
0: Yep. So yeah, it's gonna be two. Di- at, at least right now, it's it's two books. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one's coming out in on June sixteenth, and it's going to be the origin of Jester, who is mm-hmm. the character played by Laura Bailey. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be written by Sam Mags with art by Hunter Severn Bonian. I, I, yeah. I, I may have said all that wrong. Who he apparently did the artwork on the previous critical role graphic novels.
2: Which it's it's good artwork. I really like the artwork that they use for these these, these comics and novels. Yeah.
0: And then the colors are gonna be Kathy Lee. Um and then volume two is gonna follow Caleb, which is Liam O'Brien's character. Mm-hmm. Um and that's gonna be written by Jody Hauser, um, with art by Selena Espiritu and colors by Diana Sozu. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, to, I mean, graphic novels, I figure they're going to be anywhere from 80 to 120-ish pages. Yeah. Um. And then uh, for both books, the the actors that play those characters, as well as uh, DM Matthew Mercer, are going to be, like, co-directors. So they're going to be involved in, like, fleshing out the story and kind of, like, make sure the characters' voices are right and that the overall narrative fits the world that they are playing in.
2: Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're graphic novels, so not voices, but, uh, uh, um... No, I didn't, uh, I didn't mean voices, dialogue.
0: I didn't, I didn't mean voices as in, like, ver- yeah. like, actual voices, I meant, like, their characters' voices, like... Yeah. Like, how uh, they are portrayed in the, the work yeah. of fiction.
2: Yeah, but, uh, this is, this is pretty, pretty cool, I, I do enjoy that, or I do like that they're going to do this, um, it... It makes sense, especially since they're now over a 100 episodes into Campaign 2, for any new watchers who want to understand the backstory of the characters, like, there are jump-on points, and they just got to a decent jumping-on point, that, like, if they want to know the backstory, they can now read these to find out how these characters be- got to joining the group. Uh, it- it's a decent idea. I've been wanting them to do what they did with Campaign 1, where they intro every episode for the first, like, 20 or 30 episodes with their own homemade intro stories. And, like, they vo over, like, basically explaining from zero to, like, level one and joining the group and, and, and things like that. So, I, I'm, I'm happy that they're doing something like this. So, because especially with, uh, Caleb's backstory, uh, there's a lot that happened that, like, they haven't really fleshed out. And, jesters, there's something that kinda happened that they didn't fully flesh out, but have explained. So, it, it's, it's pretty neat.
0: So, I have two questions for you. Uh, the first one is, when you say good jumping on points, do they actually, like, specify that, or is it just one of those, like, you just kind of have to know?
2: It's kind of one of those, like, you kind of just have to know, like, if you jump into the community, and you're trying like, some people say, I want to start watching Critical Role, where should I start? And a lot of people will just be like, start just with Campaign 2, and watch Campaign 1 later, but some like, I might turn around and be like, alright, well, maybe Get into, like, the, uh, the... It would be probably around episode 100. And start watching from there. When they got when they get to the island that they were on. Because that's, like, a nice point to jump on. You kind of get, like, some information for them. but You get to start to learn the characters. And then, if you're really that interested, you can go from the beginning of the campaign. Uh, but, like, they do kind of break it down by arc. After the arc ends and the new arc begins... And so, like, right now they're in, like, I think they're calling it The Chase, where they're going after a previously known character, and, like, it wouldn't be a good time to jump into this now, because you wouldn't understand the connection between them and the character. But if you jump back a couple, like, maybe 20 episodes to episode 100, it's not even 20 at this point, I don't think, uh, I think it's, like, 13, so if you jump back, like, 13 episodes, maybe, like, uh, 15 episodes, you might be at a good point to where you can jump in Get what goes on on that story. Learn about the characters enough to be able to catch up and watch live. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, cause it's daunting to watch that much. A 100, 113 episodes right now, I believe it, they're at for campaign two. And each of them are on average three hours. So it's, it is very daunting to watch.
0: Yeah. No, that, that is a lot to try and catch up yeah. with. So the other question I had, um, I watched maybe the first six to 10 Episodes of this campaign. Mm-hmm. And, like, at that point, like, they really hadn't explained anything about the characters. Like, it was- they was still basically, like, early on of them just kind of, like, forming their group. Like, I don't even think they had named themselves at that point. Yeah. Um, so, throughout, like, the rest of the campaign, like, like up to, like, where they're at now, do they actually start fleshing out the backstories of, of these characters already?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. They, uh, they flesh out the backstories. They actually have, um quest lines and things like that that dive into their backstories. Uh, they they do, like, talk about their backstories, and, like, Mercer uses that to push the players forward, um, and not just, like... Uh, for instance, the campaign me and Drew are in with Eric. Our backstories have not come into play. I had this pretty cool backstory. It's never even come into play. After, it's like, just, 12 years. <laughs> exa- exactly. But the campaign that I run with Drew, like... We just went into a character's backstory, and we're just getting done that arc, and then there's, I, like, there's little hints here and there, and you, you, like, you, you drop the breadcrumbs, and they have to pick them up and follow them if they choose to. Uh, that's, that's more so what Mercer does, is he, like, he'll, he'll drop the breadcrumbs for the characters to go towards something involving their backstory, and then, as the characters develop and form a connection with everyone, they start to explain what happened in their past, or they start to get, Give some information. For instance, with Caleb, you don't find out that, like, he killed his parents on the command of somebody else, uh, until, like, 30 episodes in. And the, the, the. Spoilers, the, thanks. You're not gonna watch it. Uh, or if you do and you jump on, you're gonna, gonna already have known about it. So, it's not fully spoilers. But, uh, if you read these comics, like, it'll talk about him joining the Sorcerer's the Academy. Well, maybe and, we don't know. Uh, it's probably what it's going to be. It's going to be like his, his from from childhood or from the point that is important to the story and his character to the time that he joins up with. Not. It's probably going to be what this follows. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Um. So, as you guys are well aware, uh, it's new console time.
2: Yes. Yeah. PlayStation Five should arrive tomorrow.
0: So, I don't know if you guys ha- have seen anything about this or not. Um, both consoles, oh, so the Xboxes are already out in the wild. Um, mm-hmm. But Both consoles last week, before they were out, um, had their like official out-of-the-box drive capacities confirmed. And, like, it's not awesome. <laughs> um, no. So the PS5, out-of-the-box, is only going to have 667 gigs of usable storage. Out of the 825 gigs that like uh, like the the raw drive, um, so that means like the 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 operating system alone is close to 200 gigs, mm-hmm. which seems excessive. Um, I'm pretty sure. So I have the I have the um the I have a one terabyte model PS4, and I'm pretty sure formatted that thing's close to 800, maybe even a little bit more than that. So like. Rich, and actually, Drew, too, I think you guys both still have launch PS4s, right? Or close yep. to launch PS4s?
2: Yeah, but I, I have a I have a Terabyte hard drive in there.
0: Oh, you upgraded your hard drive.
2: My hard drive crashed. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, I don't know how much stuff you particularly have on your PS5, but you might not be able to transfer everything if you planned on it.
2: Um, I mean, I'm hoping I can just back up all my cloud saves, and then pull them from the cloud on my PS5 with whatever I decide to use.
0: So, you can, so you'll be able to do that. Um, both consoles actually offer a local network transfer, though, so you don't have to download everything and wait six weeks. hmm Including games. So, like, you're still gonna play Avengers, obviously, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, rather than having to re-download however big Avengers is on the shitty PSN, during the launch week, um, you can either transfer it over wireless, or you can actually plug a Ethernet cable from your PS4 to your PS5 mm-hmm. and let it transfer that way and okay. get it moved over much quicker. I That's have heard
1: reports that PSN downloads are incredibly faster than they have
0: been. I have seen that too, whereas the Xbox has been the opposite. Uh, but the Xbox also allowed for the, um, like, just literally moving stuff from another system as long as that system was, like, on. Um, it was super easy to do. And it sounds like the PS5 is also super easy to do.
1: Do you know if with that it removes it from the PS4 or to just making a copy?
0: I think it's just making a copy. Okay. Um I have not looked at my Xbox 1 to know if it removed anything from there, but I don't think it did. Yeah.
2: Um I mean I mean I personally am not too worried about doing that because I have limited plug space, so I'm just going to back up my my uh my saves and then just download whatever I choose to download because I, 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 still have to work tomorrow, so, and I still have to work Friday. When so I, I can just do that while downloading whatever games that I want to download.
0: When you say plug, are you meaning like power outlets?
2: Yeah, literal power outlet space. I've, Sorry. I like in my uh, power strip that my PS5 will be plugged into, only has the space that I will be unplugging my PS4 to plug in my.
0: So just to save like the time, um, you don't need to actually. So actually, I don't know this for sure on the PS5. On the on the Xbox. I didn't need to see my Xbox One at all. It just had to be on. So I actually just moved it and plugged it in elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, literally, like, it wasn't plugged into a TV or anything. It was just plugged into power. Um, and I just used the button on it to turn it on and off. Um, I, I mean, and-
2: I could I could definitely try that. I just... Um, I don't know if I've ever set up my PS5 onto my network. Or my PS4 onto my network. It's got an- always been plugged in.
0: Oh, you have it wired. Yeah. I mean... You could do that tonight, though. You could connect yeah, yeah. it to the Wi-Fi. It would take you five seconds. And at least this way... Does Verizon have data caps? No. I don't okay. think so. So, I mean, or, that's good. If, and If they do, I've never reached it. And you do have Verizon, so, like, you have better download speeds. But, you know, it's easier to transfer that stuff locally if you can. Um, and it takes... It, it actually takes less effort because the the like, the like PlayStation Store is kind of a mess.
2: Yeah. Just for,
0: like... Only for, like, those games that, like, you know you're going to keep playing. Yeah. Like, Avengers or, like, Monster Hunter, maybe.
2: Uh yeah I'm I'm actually hoping that I can use the Monster Hunter for the PlayStation Classic PlayStation 4 Classics as my Monster Hunter so I no longer need the fucking disc.
0: Oh you had the that's right you had the physical yeah. version of it.
2: I'm hoping I'm hoping that works because I have the digital Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter Iceborne but I don't have I have the physical Monster Hunter which has been the only game that's been sitting in my PlayStation 5 since I've gotten it.
0: So do you, I'm just not sure about this. So Iceborne is actually an expansion, right? So you need to have your Monster Hunter World disc in to play Iceborne content?
2: Uh, As far as I know, yes.
0: Okay, I just, I wasn't sure. That's, that makes sense.
2: I've never tried it, so I don't know. But as far as I know, yes, it's a, it's an expansion, so I need my disc in in order to play Iceborne.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, so as far as the, the PS5 storage goes, at 667 gigs... Um, it was already confirmed today, at well, th- I heard it today on Giant Bombcast, um, Black Ops Cold War is over 200 gigs on the PS5, so that's a third, just about, of the usable storage. And it sounds like a lot of cross-gen games are significantly larger because they can't take advantage of the, the solid-state drive as far as, like, not having to duplicate files. So they have all these duplicated files, but all of these files are also high-res, so they're much larger which then doubles the size of the game. Um so that that's going to be rough if to, to go along with this, I forgot to add it add it to the the thing. Um Sony also confirmed that you can't use expandable storage for PS5 games right now. So you can't plug it, a, a USB drive in. Um you just you can't even move PS5 games to an external drive. And you can't um they don't have any verified, um, NVMe drives yet that you can install for, to expand the storage. Those probably won't be confirmed for, like, a, a month or 2 mm-hmm. Um, so, like, people are kind of, are gonna have to roll with the, the limited storage that's on there with the size of some of these, these PS5 games. Yeah. Um, PlayStation isn't the only one that has, like, severe drops in their storage, though. Um, the Xbox is a terabyte. I'm sorry, the Xbox Series X is a terabyte drive with eight hundred and two gigs of usable storage?
2: What if what if the Series X is a two terabyte drive but a one terabyte operating system?
0: I mean honestly that's <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, but at the same time oops, excuse me. Like Windows isn't that big of an operating system. Like, what the fuck is Microsoft doing that like their big thing is operating systems? Why is their console so big?
2: Yeah, why is it a hundred and ninety eight gigabyte like operating system basically on their series also,
0: the fucking Series X OS, or at least like the user interface, is the exact same thing as the Xbox One. Like, it- like so the current Xbox One interface and the Series X interface are exactly the same. There are no differences. Um, the the only thing that might be a difference, and I've just never checked it on the on the Xbox One, is there's a sort by console category for like game libraries, whether you're like you're looking at Game Pass or whatever, where it will split them up between like. Series X games, Xbox One games, and um, Xbox 360 games.
2: So the Xbox One had a 138 gig um, operating system.
0: Meanwhile, the Series X is almost 200 gigs.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that far. It is, it's, a, it's 60 gigs higher. It's not that far off, but, they, yeah, they're, the Xbox One even had a giant operating system.
0: Yeah. Um, and so it's a little bit worse for the, for the Series S, which is, remember, digital only. Every mm-hmm. game is strictly digital. Yeah, um, it's only got 364 gigs of usable space out of its 500 gig hard drive.
2: Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't. <laughs> I can't remember. Is a Series S uh, expandable hard drive? I think it, both it has the of them same can port. take it. Yeah,
0: but at that point, if you're going to spend an extra 200 dollars on yeah a hard drive, spend the extra 200 and just get the Series X. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Right, <laughs> like at least that point, like you're get. You're getting extra storage, and you're also getting uh, a, a, more a 4K. Powerful. Yeah, I mean yeah. more powerful, but I was also going to say like a 4K Blu-ray drive. Yeah, yeah. because um, those things are still kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so hard. While the hard drives are very quick and nice, like they are definitely not optimized as far as I, like their OS goes.
2: I'm 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 excited to try out like some like Monster Hunter and. Avengers, more so Monster Hunter, because load times were sometimes pretty insufferable with the late game content that, like, I can't wait to see how much quicker I can get into games that might be able to push me into playing it more again. Yeah. Uh, Because that was part of the reason why I stopped playing it, is, like, in order to get into what I needed to do, the load time would be, like, a minute, two minutes to load into it. But, like, yeah, I would be in there for a long time, but eventually I would have to leave and then load back into that same thing. It just, it, 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 it's too long of a load time, so, like, I'm excited to see this, like, streamlined loading and, 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 uh, solid-state loading, like, Division takes four fucking ever to load. Can't wait to see how quick it loads on the PS5.
0: Yeah, I know just from, like, Seeing a little bit of video and, like, hearing people talk about it, um, like, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, like, mm-hmm. Drew, you didn't play 2018 Spider-Man, right? No. Um, but, Rich, I know you did. So, like, quick travel. You know how there was, like, 15, 20 seconds, maybe a little bit less, a little bit more, where, like, Spider-Man was just chilling on the subway? Yeah. Um, That's gone in Miles Morales when you quick travel. It just kind of, like, blinks to him walking out of the subway station. Okay, that's nice. And there's also apparently scenes where... And the 2018 game did this a little bit, but it, you could tell that there was, like, a load hidden in there. Um, it was almost like like the, the slow, like, squeeze-through, like, hidden load, if, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. like a character squeezing through a crack that they can't really move fast in so that they can load yeah. what's beyond it.
2: Or, I mean, they would do that with dialogue. Like, they would load up dialogue and have that play so that the game could load whatever's next up. And you, it's unskippable dialogue, and they wouldn't even show you your next, next objective till after the dialogue was done.
0: Yeah, so there are right. scenes, apparently, in my, in Miles, where, like, you are, like, running through a building, and you dive through a window, and just immediately start swinging through the city. Yeah. Like, there is no slowdown or obvious hidden load times anywhere. It's like, you're in this closed environment, and then you're suddenly in New York City swinging around. Yeah. That's
2: um, it, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I, I might, I might actually get Miles Morales a lot sooner than I was thinking.
0: I, apparently it's really good. Like, it's getting really good reviews. Um, not that you listen to this stuff, but I know Drew does. Um, Jeff Gerstmann at Giant Bomb mm-hmm. did not care for the 2018 Spider-Man. He didn't even mm-hmm. finish it. Um, really liked Miles enough that he's now going to go play the 2018 game again. hmm So. I,
2: so, uh, we'll, we'll get into some real quick, uh, personal side bullshit. And then, and then we can, we'll we can move on. Uh, because I am doing this whole job transition and everything, the company that I was being basically let go from because they were shutting down told us that they were going to pay us out for the PTO time that we had left that we had accrued. Uh, they ended up only paying me for three days when I had 12. I remember you talked about this a little bit last week.
0: I don't think yeah. we were recording, but like we, we talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit last week.
2: Uh, um, so, that's one of the main reasons why I was like, I don't really know how many games I'm going to get because I didn't get as much money as I was expecting. Uh, well, I called them out on their bullshit, and then they're paying everyone out the time that they didn't pay them out for. Oh, nice. For Congratulations. Instance. Yeah, I'm getting five and a half more days next week. So, I'm probably going to get Miles Morales because I've got that extra money now.
0: So, uh, w- what game were you getting? You were getting Demon Souls? Right?
2: I'm, I'm definitely getting Demon Souls, and I will get that on tomorrow. I'll buy it. I'll set up my PlayStation as soon as I get it and start downloading it. I'm hoping I get it while I'm still working.
0: So that you can kind of, like, plug it in and let it go?
2: Yeah, plug it in, let it do its day one updates, download the game, let that do its day one updates. Do you know when FedEx usually
0: comes through your neighborhood?
2: Uh, I see the FedEx truck coming through constantly.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
2: Yeah, Uh, I, I had something delivered by Amazon, but it was delivered by Amazon, but that was, like, between 1 and 4. They sent it, got here right at 1. Uh, but I saw like three FedEx trucks go by today.
0: Okay, yeah, because uh, like in my neighborhood, they're pretty. FedEx is a little looser, but like mm-hmm. UPS is pretty much the same time every day. Like, yeah. like my my Xbox arrived yesterday at like oh god, I don't remember what time that was. Now I, it was around lunchtime. Um, mm-hmm. but like, here th- this is, this is good for you. Y- you guys will enjoy this. Um, it just goes to show how shitty UPS is, and that's saying something um i guess they don't have enough trucks right now or something because they have people just delivering shit in their cars in 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 a car it was like a hatchback um so the dogs start growling and barking i'm expecting the playstation um so like i go over and i'm looking out the window um and i see the the dude in in ups gear in this like hatchback um he's walking to my neighbor's next door that has like the, the other white picket fence um with a package for them, I watch him open the door and just throw the package inside. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, I'm assuming it was something light, but still, like, that's super shitty. Um, and then he walks back over to the car, pulls out a large box, nearly drops it twice. Like, ends up like, (laughs) ends up like fumbling it and like, kind of like, pinning it against the car. Mm -hmm. Um, because he was trying to, he was like, it, it was my box. I, it wasn't that fucking heavy. Um, but he, he tried to put it on his shoulder and fucking missed like an asshole. Jesus. Um, and then proceeded to take it to the wrong house.
2: Yeah. I've, uh, my, my neighbors have been getting a lot of issues with things delivering to the wrong house lately. The, and I think they're like UPS and FedEx deliveries. Yeah.
0: FedEx is usually good for us. Amazon's good. USPS is good. UPS just fucking sucks. Like, yeah. the, so my address is 309. They took it to 303. <laughs> Those numbers do not look that similar.
2: Well, oh, what no. you do, you, the, the what the address actually is, is you subtract one and then cut that in half. Like, and apparently. that's how you get. That's how you get where you deliver it to.
0: But so the only reason I knew for sure it was mine was fifteen minutes later I got the notification from Amazon that it was delivered, and the notification, like confirmation thing on there, said left by the front door. Mm-hmm. So like, I looked. i there was no box. So I'm just like, well, that was mine. I walked to my neighbor's four fucking houses down and looked at the label and it was mine.
2: <laughs> that's that's nuts that they didn't require a signature for that. Nope. Like that's that's a $500 piece of equipment that they didn't require a signature. The PlayStation 5 requires a signature.
0: So it was from Amazon. A- nothing from Am- Amazon requires a signature. Uh,
2: oh, it was Amazon. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, but still I like get, I get that. I get very few things delivered by UPS. Usually Amazon because it's two-day shipping, it's usually them delivering it. And like Everything else I get is either FedEx or USPS for the most part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, fucking UPS is just the fucking worst. Um,
2: so my PlayStation right now is currently in the sorting center at Linwood P. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, probably won't get it until at least lunchtime tomorrow.
0: Yeah, they'll probably have it on a truck to lawnside overnight, and then it'll be out on a truck um, tomorrow morning. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. My-, my Xbox didn't get to the lawnside sorting facility until, like, 4 o'clock yesterday morning, or, mm-hmm. yeah, yesterday morning, it, I had the confirmation that it was loaded onto the truck at, like, 4.30, Yeah, but then it didn't go out for delivery until almost 9. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, that so all lines that, up.
2: <laughs> now that you have your Xbox, what do you like about it? Tell us about it. It's
0: pretty cool. Um, since I, I, had n- I have no hopes of seeing a PlayStation 5 anytime soon, um... Mm-hmm since they're only doing online orders and those are going to get snatched up by scalpers with bots right away, okay. um, I, I kept my Xbox pre-order. So, got that yesterday, got it all set up. Didn't really... Didn't play it yesterday. Um, by the time everything was set up and everything was transferred over and all, it was like dinner time. Um, the setup was super easy, though, and actually kind of cool. Um, you can do it all from your cell phone. Okay. So... As soon as you turn, plug it in and turn it on, you get like a notification that basically tells you like, hey, if you have the Xbox app, open it up and do set up a new console. You can do it all from there rather than doing it like with your controller on the, the TV, mm-hmm. which is great because typing stuff into on the fucking controller sucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I did that and it, it was great. Like it, it asked me if I wanted. So it, it connects with its own internal wireless to your phone first, since the console is not on any network yet has you connect it to to your wireless network unless you have it hardwired in. Um, and then it asks you, like, hey, do you want to copy over your settings from your Xbox One? We have a backup and it shows you, like, whatever date the last Xbox backup was. So I'm like, fucking sure, go for it. <laughs> Copies all of your profile information over, asks you if you want, like, like what security settings you want and everything like that. Has you, s- I'm already signed into my Xbox account on the app, so I don't have to sign back into it. It just knows and like sets it all up on the console. Um and then once that's all set up from the console, I was able to just go in and there's a the transfer option. And you go to that and it shows other consoles like on the network and you pick that console, it loads all of the content that's on it and you can pick what you want to copy over. And I didn't I didn't copy everything I had on my other Xbox because there's certain things that like like um I had an uninstalled Monster Hunter or Elder Scrolls online. So, yeah. like, I'm not playing those again, so I didn't copy their 50, 60 gig game files over. Like, that would be silly. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, a lot, honestly, a lot of the games I had on my Xbox One were smaller, so most of them actually copied over very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that took the longest was fucking Halo Master Chief Collection, because it was 104 gigs.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's three, three games? Four games?
0: Uh, it might be up to five now.
2: Is, is Halo 5 on there as well?
0: Well, it's Halo 1 through 4, plus I think ODST and Reach are. On there, so be right, six.
2: I, oh, that's right. They did add that. I didn't think they did because they're technically not master. Ch-
0: yeah, it's definitely one through four, and I know Reach was on there because I, yeah. I I saw it today, and I'm pretty sure ODST is too. Yeah, um, but yeah, like that that game is large for a reason. It's a lot of games. Two of the games are the the remasters and everything. So, um, but yeah that that took quite a while. But X ex- like the play the PlayStation app, Xbox has the remote thing where like I could just pull out my phone, open up the the app. First off I can actually just see what games are installed from the app, and then I was able to remote into the console while while it was copying to see what the status was without having to constantly like change the input on the TV and everything like that. Neat. Yeah. Yeah it was really cool. Yeah. Um I don't thi- so Halo didn't finish copying until like eight thirty last night. Um everything else was done by like dinner time though. Um, and that's including like the console update, the controller update, like all all those little things. Um, and then I also downloaded Tetris Effect Connect because that is a an Xbox Game Pass game now. Okay. Um, and then today I picked up Yakuza Like a Dragon. I bought the the physical edition of it because I had a coupon at Best Buy, so it was ten dollars cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah. Much like like. Last gen, those games are basically empty disks that you have to download fucking everything. <laughs> um, it, the, I think the disk had less than 20 gigs on it, and I had to download over 40. Um, Damn. And right now, like, the Xbox network was not... Like, I, I've seen other people online, like, their network's struggling right now with all the people, like, downloading shit. Mm-hmm. I normally get pretty good speeds on Xbox. Like, it does not usually take me that long to download games. It probably took close to f- three-ish hours for... Those 40 gigs to download. Okay. Um, I was getting, like, 17 to 30 megabits per second, which is, like, my download is 300-ish. So, like, not great speeds. Not great speeds at all. No. Um, but I did play a bunch of Tetris Effect. That game is super fucking cool. I see why so many outlets were, like, talking it up. Um, I still don't know that I would ever spend 40 bucks on it, um, because I'm not very good at Tetris. Yeah. I like tetris but i'm not good at tetris once it gets over like 11 speed i fucking just flounder mm-hmm. um but like i think this game would be fucking cool as shit in vr like you can get on the playstation yeah um the music is really cool all the effects are neat you use you can use the um analog sticks to actually move like your view of things around so like you can put yourself at like different skews and stuff like that or like zoom in and zoom out um the triggers have s- i'm honestly not sure what this is, but it sort of, like, slows everything down for a little while if you hit the trigger. Um, I'm not sure how often you can do it, because I keep forgetting that I have it. Um, mm-hmm. it's got, like, that... I honestly don't know how long this has been in a Tetris game, either, but it's got the store, uh, a block thing. Either the bumpers will, like, take your current block and, like, put it off to the side, and I you can...
2: That's, that's like, long, long. commonplace in every Tetris now.
0: Dude, I haven't... Pl- I haven't played an actual Tetris game since Tetris DS, if you don't count, it, um, 99. It was...
2: Definitely in
0: Tetris
1: DS. Okay, yeah. So
0: I wasn't saying that because I played Tetris DS. It was just it's been that long. Like mm-hmm. when did that game come out? Like two thousand four? Oh,
1: when did D- we do to- Katucon? <laughs> Between oh
0: five and 09, and it was a DS game, so it was it was oh five or 06 is when that game had to have come out. Yeah. Um, and I haven't played it since then. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got that. It's uh, you know, all your rotations and stuff. It's it's like level based. So, like, you go in, and you pick, like, the first level in, like, a chain of them, and there's, like, five courses to get through. Um, okay. And every course, you have to make at least 36 lines to, like, move on to the next one. Um. And your the speed actually is variable. So, the further you get into the game, like, the higher the speed starts at. Um. But it will go up and down based on the music, which is kind of cool. So, like, if a song starts getting really fast, your speed is actually going to go up, and your blocks are going to start falling quicker. Um, so, like, I had one level where it was, like, up to, like, 11 or 12, and I was just, I was failing miserably. But then all of a sudden, the song slowed down, and, like, the pieces slowed down with it, and I was able to, like, recover and get myself, like, back in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it carries over whatever blocks you, like, whatever rows you have into the next level, though, until yeah. you finish, like a, like, a chain of them. So, if your screen is half full when you hit that 36th line, you're going to start the next level with thirty with, like, your screen half full. And have to hope that it's starting you at like a lower speed so that you can fucking fix that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I played a lot more of that than I expected to.
2: Just just FYI, according to the Tetris wiki, a hold piece is a feature of most newer Tetris games, starting with the new Tetris. The new Tetris was N64 released on August second, nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow! So yeah, so, it's been active for a long time.
0: So I've only owned three Tetrises. Um, Tetris on the Game Boy, Tetris on the Nintendo, and Tetris DS.
2: So it was definitely in Tetris DS.
0: Yeah, but again, like I haven't played Tetris DS since it came out, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joel, I, I know you actually like and are p- pretty good at Tetris. Um, mm-hmm. If you ever see like a like a sale that like is worthwhile to you, I definitely grab Tetris Effect on the on the PlayStation.
1: Yeah, I definitely have been. Like keeping my eye on it, but it like never gets really below like thirty. Or at least yeah, I'd say like twenty
0: five or less. It's it's honestly probably worth pulling the trigger. I think just because you do like Tetris a lot and you're good at it, I think you would actually enjoy it. And I'm playing on normal, and like it gets pretty fucking wild. There is like a like a harder mode than that also, and some other game modes in there. So like th- there's definitely some some like changes you can make to it.
2: Oh, look, it's $20 right now. <laughs>
0: Fucking do it.
2: <laughs> oh, wow, it's tw- I might buy that for my dad. Uh, Does he have a PS4? He's, he, he has a PS4. He loves Tetris. Uh, me and Eric have been wanting to buy him Tetris Effect for a long time. Man, so buy him might... Tetris
0: Effect and then go steal your brother's uh, VR headset and bring it over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So, some, so the only other thing about Tetris is, the, I, I don't know, have you? Have either of you really seen like video of the game?
1: I don't actually know that I ever... Oh, no, I have. I've seen...
0: So, each level is, like, a different theme, and the pieces will look different based on the theme. Like, they're 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 still the same, like, Tetramino shapes, but they're not always just blocks. Like, some of them are, like, jagged circles and stuff like that, which, depending on, like, the color scheme of the level, actually makes it kind of challenging to, like, eyeball these pieces and know, like, is that one space or two? Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to, like, like, if you have the shadow thing on, like, you can tell where your piece is going to fall, obviously, but, like, there are times where, like, I'll be like, okay, I need a two-piecer over there, and it's like, oh, no, shit, that was three spaces. Oh, fuck, I need something else. So, yeah. It's fun, though. I like it. Um, and then, like I said, I got lot- Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, I only got to play for about two hours because it took so fucking long to install. Um, that game's super cool. I like the Yakuza games. This one is more of an RPG. Um... Honestly, both of you guys may like it. Um, I'd say, like, if you ever see it go on, like, a sale um, for PS4 or 5, it's cool. So, Yakuza, this is technically Yakuza Yakuza 7. Uh, 1 through 6 followed Kiryu. Um, He, from, like, Yakuza 0 was in the 80s, and then 1 through 6 were, like, mid-2000s. After he had been in prison for, like, 10 years, 15 years, something like that. Um, but, like, Kiryu was, like, a high-ranking, like, Yakuza dude, like, he was known and feared and, like, shit like that. Um, this one, you're, like, a Yakuza grunt for, like, a smaller family. Um, and I haven't gotten to, like, the whole thing yet, but I I know a similar thing happens where he goes to prison for a long time. Um, so the game actually starts on New Year's Eve 2000, so 2000 into 2001, and... At some point, it's going to jump me forward to, like, closer to modern day after he's been in prison for an extended period. Yeah. Um, but rather than being a beat-em-up like the other games were, it's a turn-based RPG. Um, and they explain it away in the fucking story. The character you're playing as Ichiban, um, he loves Dragon Quest. (laughs) Like, he basically... His his life kind of revolves around morals and lessons he learned through playing Dragon Quest. Um... (laughs) So, in his head, when he's in these street fights with people, while he is actually fighting them, to him, it's just like a strategy, like, turn-based RPG. Like, deciding, like, what attacks to make next, and who to attack, and everything like that.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and apparently, I uh, some of the stuff I, I read about the game and heard about it before it came out, like, later in the game, when you're fighting, like, bosses and stuff like that, they, they'll, like, take on more, like, not, like, monstrous forms, but, like... They'll look a little more like a monstery, like, RPG boss than just, like, a random thug. Um, But it's all in his head because he's basically fucking out of his mind.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but I thought that was super cool. Um, So, yeah, like, two hours in, it's actually been really cool so far. I'm enjoying it. Um, The turn-based style is... It kind of reminds me a little bit of Persona, where it's not as menu-driven as, like, a Final Fantasy is. Um, every button just kind of has its own designated thing like if you want to attack if you just want a regular attack you hit A if you want to use a skill you hit Y if you want to guard you hit X um, and then it's got a feature where if you if you time, time it right when you're being attacked and hit B you can either dodge or just minimize the damage you're taking so like if an enemy comes at me with a knife and I hit B at just the right time I'll like do like a backwards roll and roll away from the attack. Uh, okay. If somebody just comes at me with, like, a hammer or their fists, I might, and I time it right, I'll just, like, put up my arms and take, like, one damage instead of six damage. Yeah. But either way, like, it, it's it's a nice way to, especially right now, because at some point, apparently, I will get, like, a team. Like, it'll be very JRPG, where, like, I will control other people, too, I believe. Um, Or at least other people will fight with me. But right now, you know, I might have to fight three or four people all by myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool, and the loading is incredibly fast. Like, shockingly fast. Uh, so those games, and I know this from playing, um, Kiwami, it has, like, like, tips on loading screens. And every time this game goes to transition, I see the loading screen for a split second and see, like, a big block of text on it. But it just flashes on the screen and goes away. I have no fucking clue what they're trying to tell me. (laughs) Um, Actually, I did play. I, while I was waiting for that to install, I played Halo for maybe like twenty minutes. Um, that also started incredibly quick. Uh, to get to like the the choose your game screen in the Master Chief Collection was maybe five seconds from like mm-hmm. f- from like a fresh start, um, and then it took another five to load me into the game where I was. Whereas the last time I played that on like the Xbox One, probably took like thirty to forty seconds. Yeah.
2: Like, I'm, uh- It's, it's my, my, uh, my lunch breaks. I'm going to have to figure out what, what the hell else I'm going to do during my lunch breaks because I play Avengers and I time myself enough where doing the two daily missions with Avengers is an hour and then that's it. I'm done. But with so a lot of a portion of that is load times. I'm like, holy shit, what am I going to do? I'm probably going to save like 20, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. Like there's actually not enough time to even look at your phone during a lot of this stuff. Uh, same thing with, like, the quick resume. Like, I went from Yakuza back to Tetris, and it took less than 10 seconds. Nice. Yeah, like, I didn't have to quit anything. I hit the, the Xbox button, and it shows you, like, all your recently played games, and I hit Tetris, and I wasn't even... So, there'd been reports that Xbox had disabled quick resume, um, pre-launch, and they're turning it back on, but it's not, like, across the board yet. It looks like it might only be on, like, maybe the Series X enhanced games. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Hmm. Yeah, I was it, it. I hit it, and like it showed me like the splash screen for Tetris. It then quickly said Quick Resume, and I was right back into the game of Tetris that I had left off on. Nice. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, where did that outline go? There it is. Um, yeah. So I'm. I'm actually. I'm looking forward to see what you guys have to say about the PlayStation next week. Um, like I'm gonna try and still grab one because like Walmart announced a whole bunch of times that they're going to have them f- online for sales. Yeah. Um, I'm not optimistic about it because Walmart's mm-hmm. website is kind of a shit show, but, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe I'll get lucky tomorrow.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to try out at least, uh, two to three different games over the next week on there. One of them being Demon's Souls and two of them being the other two probably, most likely Avengers and maybe Monster Hunter, maybe something else. I'd say uh, give
0: Monster Hunter a shot, just because you know that game has such yeah. rough load times and it's such a b- yeah. big game.
2: Yeah, I might even finally get into playing uh, Resident Evil 7, because I haven't played
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: I- I'm looking forward to trying out Tony Hawk and seeing if that makes a difference on the uh, restarts.
0: Oh, that would be a game changer, because that's the worst part about that remaster is, like, it sucks to restart. It, it takes too long. It does take too long. It- it's not insane, but it's not,
1: like, what Tony Hawk was on, like the PS1 and PS2
0: exactly it's not like, instant yeah it's not it's not 50 seconds but it's long enough that like you hit restart and you're kind of like sitting there waiting it's like what the yeah. fuck man i just want to drop back into this and try and mm-hmm. fix what i fucked up especially on this on the on the uh, competitions cuz like yeah. if you fuck up on a competition you generally don't want to keep going cuz it's like well i just fucked that one up i'm just going to restart and try again um anyway and
2: also Division two, its load times are so long.
0: I remember that being pretty long when I when I played a little yeah, bit of it. It's
2: it, it like you have to wait at least four minutes to get into it's it's like a minute and a half to two minutes to get into the menu to choose your character and then another at least two to three minutes to get into the game itself. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um so I'm actually gonna jump ahead real quick just because we're talking about all of the console stuff at the moment. Um the next news thing is Spider-Man, the 2018 version, um, will be getting an update that's going to allow you to transfer your save to the remaster on PS5. So which is you, good. Yeah, if you get Miles Morales and you wanted to spend the extra 20 to get the, the remaster, um, but you don't necessarily want, it, like, you want to bring your save over so maybe you can just go right into like a new game plus or something like that,
2: mm-hmm. you're going to be
0: able to. Um, the patch is also going to add three new suits, which are three of the new suits that are going to be in the remaster. It looks like, uh, they don't have a date yet, but they're hoping to have it released around Thanksgiving, like, obviously, like the U.S. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Not bad. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's cool. They, they heard people upset that they couldn't bring saves over and they're working on it. That's, that's cool.
2: Yeah. I, I, uh, if I do get Miles, I think I might just get Miles. I was thinking of getting Spider-Man Remaster, but, like, I don't need it.
0: Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like, so if you get Miles you can just pay the $20 later for the remaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, whenever I do get Miles, I'm probably just going to get Miles, and then down the road, I'm sure there will be a sale for the remaster, and I'll mm-hmm. pick it up then.
2: Yeah. It's uh, like, and, and this is one reason why I'm hesitant on getting any new games, but the PlayStation 4 Classics, like, there's a bunch of games on there I've never played. So, like, kind of, that's why I'm, like, 50-50 on whether or not I'm going to get Miles in general.
0: I... So the only argument I would have for that is it's a new console, it's a new generation. PlayStation is really the only one that has new games that are like yeah. actually like optimized for it. Mm-hmm. Like fucking fucking go for it. Like, yeah. so, like the 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 detail and the um like the lighting effects and everything from the ray tracing in in the new Spider Man in Miles is fucking insane. Yeah. Like and you can watch it, you can watch his reflection climb up the window. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, Spider Man 2018 was one of the few games that I platinumed. Like I only platinum games that I really friggin love. Uh, Spider Man 2018 was one of them. Um, so like I really enjoyed it. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. Yeah, or next week because I'll probably wait to get miles until next. week.
0: Which makes sense. Like yeah. Um. So Google is giving away a free Chromecast Ultra and Stadia controller to YouTube Premium subscribers.
2: I got mine. Did you? Yes.
0: I did as well. Um, so if, all you have to do basically is sign up for a Stadia Pro trial. It's a 30-day trial. You don't have to pay anything out of pocket if you're already a YouTube Premium subscriber. And they will then send you an email to claim your free controller and Chromecast. It's a $99 value um, that they just take the $99 off of it, they actually give you a promo code in case it doesn't just get taken off correctly, Um, and the shipping is free, and mine will be here this week. Like, I actually got a shipping confirmation earlier today.
2: I think mine will be here uh, mid-next week. I did it uh, yesterday.
0: I might check it out, because I know that, like, Stadia Pro, there's, like, two free games you can play or something like that on it.
2: Destiny and... Something else. I think I they've
0: changed since then because PUBG is one of them.
2: Uh, yeah, that's what it is then.
0: It's just Destiny and PUBG. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then maybe I won't try it. <laughs> um. But like honestly, i I'll, the Chromecast Ultras are like sixty bucks. Um. And my Chromecast that I that I have upstairs is pretty old and doesn't really work great. So like I'll totally take a new Chromecast.
2: Oh yeah, I'm I I did this for the Chromecast. Same. Well, I mean same. Uh, this. That, that is all. I'm hoping maybe there's a way that I can use the controller on my PC, maybe, uh, for, like, normal PC gaming. I doubt it, though.
0: I know I know the controller connects to Wi-Fi. That's all I know about it. Um, this kind of feels like a little bit of a desperate move, though, doesn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it definitely is. It's like
0: Google's like, well, no one wants to play our shit. Maybe if we give it away for free, they'll play shit on here. Uh,
2: okay, so right now, I just looked it up. Stadia Pro Games, Sniper Elite 4, Risk of Rain, Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek, uh, PUBG, uh, Hitman the Complete for a season, and Dead by Daylight.
0: Okay, so I might play Sniper Elite 4 a little bit. That game's pretty
2: fucking cool. I might try uh, Dead by Daylight, because that's like a community-driven game, too, so it's it's going to be interesting to see. I think that's what Dead by Daylight is. Yeah, so it's going to... I I do want to see how that's going to run with playing with other people. Yeah,
0: that's... Um. But yeah, like... I don't know, the fact that Google is not known for letting things grow on their own, they, they either do well or they kill them.
2: Oh, and, and then they, they even kill things that grow fine. Fuck you, Google, for getting rid of Google Music.
0: Yeah, I do not like YouTube Music.
2: I, no, YouTube Music is garbage. It's absolute garbage, because it's not music. It's the fucking music videos. No, it's not. No, no it is the music videos, you just don't have to watch the videos.
0: I've literally got my entire library from Google Music in there.
2: I, I have my entire library from Google Music on there, but, like, I've listened to songs from Google Music on YouTube Music, and it's had, like, the video background and stuff like that going, like... YouTube Music had uh, that too, the, uh, though. Or, uh, no, Google I'm sorry, music Google
0: had, Music had that also.
2: No, like, I I just... There's also... It's so shitty with the ra- There's no radio feature. Obviously, I've never uh, actually
0: used that before. I didn't notice that. The shuffle feature is broken, though. Like, I do... I, like, I make playlists of, like, a lot of songs, and I shuffle mm-hmm. it. Um, but, like, occasionally, like, I will want to listen to a particular song. So, yeah. like, I will do that, like, play next thing, and it, like, under normal circle... Like, on, on Google Music, it used to just drop it up under the, the currently playing song. Um, it does that, but then it turns off shuffle. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what I wanted. Like, why... And sometimes you hit shuffle, and it, it doesn't load the full playlist. It shuffles, like, 20 songs out of, like, 150. Yeah. Like, this is fucking I, bullshit.
2: I tried doing, um... I wanted to listen to Ska. There is no Ska feature in that at all. So I went to, like, Real Big Fish, I think. I can't remember what band, and clicked just the radio feature for them. Every fourth song was Real Big Fish. Every, like... And then every fourth song after that was, was Suburban Legends and then every fourth song after that was like of monsters and men and 21 pilots and fucking red hot chili peppers and and acdc i'm like what and then every fourth song after that was like a youtube uh like somebody i follow on youtube who who doesn't who who does like rock covers and not scatcom and i'm like this is fucking garbage i hate it yeah it really
0: it's it's a bad app and it's one of those yes. i have like I have all the music that I've I've like ripped and downloaded and stuff over the last 20 years on on there. Mm-hmm. Um and I really don't like Spotify. Like I don't like Spotify's interface at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to and I, I also really like not having ads on YouTube because every once in a while I will get YouTube in like a tab like in a in a incognito tab or from like another app where like an ad plays and I'm like, "Oh, nope, this is fucking bullshit." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: But, like,
0: yes. it's it's basically... That YouTube Music app is basically unfucking usable.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and luckily, Google Music is still running, but they're... It's, they killed it as of, like, mid-October. Yep. Or no, early November. And they're not gonna support it anymore, and they keep pushing people to move over to YouTube.
0: Yeah, it's it's not great. But, um, as far as Stadia is concerned, like, the people that use it seem to like it. Like, I see people in different Facebook groups talk about it, and they like it. But, like, I'm not willing to spend $60 on a game that YouTube or that Google's eventually just going to delete everything and I'm not going to have access to that game anymore. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, like, yeah, I have, I have more faith in Nintendo than I do Google at this point when it comes to this. Like, I've got so many digital games on my Switch that like, I mean, they're staying on my Switch and on my SD card, but like, I have more faith that if I were to delete them that I'd still have access to them in 10 years than i do with Google and Stadia. Well,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, it's a different... Well, 10 years could be <laughs> one thing, but it's a difference in philosophy of how the games are being delivered to you. Like, the, you are not buying... I mean, realistically, you're not really buying the game when you buy a digital copy anywhere, but on Stadia,
2: basically, you're buying the right to
1: stream it from their servers. For
2: the
0: cost of that game
2: for the yeah. full cost of the game. If like if it were like half the cost, I'd be a little bit more tempted to like run with this more.
0: If it was a streaming service, like like a game pass or something like that, I would actually check it out like mm-hmm. sincerely. Yeah. But like the the Stadia Pro games are not games that yeah. I'm interested in. Like I'm if I try anything, I will try Sniper Elite a little bit just because I've seen that game before and it looks goofy. Yeah. But like I have no desire to play that game for hours on end. And Mm -hmm. none of the games that are offered for free are games I'm interested in.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure if you really wanted to play Sniper Elite, you have it in your PS Plus library. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm
0: I'm pretty sure it's... I think it's actually available on Game Pass, too. Probably. this is the instance of, I don't want to have to download and install it. It's there. If I can try it for free, sure. Like, that'll be the one thing that's interesting enough to spend half an hour with. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, Amazon even came out, like, a week or two ago and basically said any digital content you have purchased from them, like, movies, you don't own, and they reserve the right to, like, delete those from your library anytime they feel like it, which is the same mentality Google will have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, frankly, like, a $15 movie, not as big of a deal as a $60 game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and,
2: and most likely when that movie is no longer available to you, chances are it's going to be available in streaming in some way, shape, or form.
0: Exactly. Um so yeah, there's that. Um
2: and go m- up from where we are. So go to number ten now.
0: Why am I going to number ten now?
2: Because we just did eleven, go to ten, and then no, eight we and didn't. nine. Yes, we did. We did Spider Man.
0: Yeah, we did Spider Man like five things ago. We were just talking about Steady at number seven.
2: Oh, I completely forgot where we you I'm oh man, it's been a long day. I forgot we were talking about something new. I I, I meant to tell you to do that after we got done Spider Man.
0: I mean, that was my plan. I jumped to 11 because we were talking about the PlayStation already. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I meant jumped to, tell back you, up to... I
2: meant to tell you to go from 11 up to 10, and then 8, 9, 7, and then down. Man. no, that's Not even paying
1: attention to the conversation in the middle of the conversation.
0: You were commenting... Yeah, you were commenting <laughs> on it. You told me that you got one of the Chromecast and Sadia controllers. Yeah. Come I on, well, I was
2: I was actively... But I, I just... I was all about telling you to go backwards. Um, <laughs> that was so... on my brain. So, never mind. Continue what you're doing. They finally
0: did it. BioWare has announced a remaster of Mass Effect.
2: I'm 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 interested to see what they're going to do with this. Yep. Mostly for Mass Effect 3 because I, to get oh, the Yeah, quote, actually. <laughs> to get the quote perfect ending, you had to play multiplayer.
0: Well, the, they had Wait, really?
2: Yes. To get the perfect ending, you had to complete portions in the multiplayer.
0: Well, then they'll get rid of that because there is no multiplayer
2: so the, how are they going to do the perfect ending then? It's, it's it's my my point. Like I'm interested what they're going to do with Mass Effect. Well, can one thing they also read
0: they also released that like patched ending too.
2: Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing is they even patched the perfect ending. They didn't patch how you get the ending. They patched and added like a little bit of story content for each ending, which was just explaining slightly explaining it a little bit more. I didn't think the ending was terrible. I'm, I'm one of the people who thought that the endings were, like, reason, like, people were just mad because, spoiler alert for however old Mass Effect 3 is, at the end of the game, no matter which option you choose, Shep dies.
0: I mean, everybody dies.
2: No. Well, yes. Because this, the endings are technically a couple hundred years post the game. But Shep dies immediately at the end of the game. And whatever choice you pick, uh, causes him to die, and what happens from that point.
0: Yeah, so 3 is the only one that I, of the trilogy, that I actually never finished. I think I've talked about it before, like, I played them, I played all three of them after 3 came out. Yeah. Um, and I just played them back-to-back, back. so by the time I got to 3, I was just a little burnout on it. And I probably played, like, half of 3 before I sort of fell off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- this is actually cool. It's um it's being called the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's going to be Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, including um the the full single player campaigns, and all of the DLC, and it'll also come with um, the promo weapons, armors, and packs, and it's all remastered and optimized for 4K and Ultra HD. Um, it's going to release on PS4, Xbox One, and we will have enhanced editions for Xbox Series X and PS5. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be here in the spring.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's... The- I- I- I'm not going to say I'm excited for it, but...
0: I am I, like I will definitely get this and, and replay those three games because it's been close to a decade and I never yeah. finished the third
2: one. Yeah, and like I I I stand by the third one was good. Like the ending, people hated it because people hated the ending because it wasn't what they expected. Yeah, and and that's it's that's that's nerddom. Like it's not what I wanted, so I hate it, and it's the worst. But. The games all played solidly. They all had, if any, minor issue. I don't think they really had major, like, issues like Andromeda did, at least.
0: I mean, they had the Mako. Um, huh? I mean, there was uh, the uh, Mako.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, there was, that was, like, secondary. Like, you didn't really need to use that. I barely, I don't think that was really even in 2 or 3. That no, was it, was, it was really issues. just the
0: first one, and you had to yeah. use it a bunch in the first one, and it that thing sucked, but it didn't yeah. ruin the game.
2: No. Uh, but, like, Mass Effect 3 is what everyone hates, but they hate it because of the ending. And it's like, oh, it came out, and I'm like, I kinda knew that this was probably what was gonna happen. Plus, Mass Effect 2, Shepard dies within the first 30 seconds of the fucking game. It's the opening cutscene. Shepard dies, and then you just magically rebuild him, and you're fine with that, but not fine with how the ending of Mass Effect 3 was? Well, Well, yeah, because he's rebuilt. Jesus. He's, he's rebuilt from atoms, Like... And has all his memories and every... Like, it is the dumb... Like, if anything, the starting storyline for Mass Effect 2 is the dumbest storyline out of all, th- all of the Mass Effect games.
0: It, it is about as science fiction-y as it gets. And frankly, Mass Effect 2 is, like, top five game of that generation.
2: Oh, Mass Effect 2 is a fantastic game. Just the starting storyline is dumb. I feel like him dying was unnecessary. Or, like... Like, I kind like, they probably didn't expect Mass Effect to be as big as it was, which is why he didn't die at the end of 1, but maybe it would have been better if, like, his ship blew up at the end of 1 and they teased that he was still alive, and then in Mass Effect 2 they did that. Like, that would make a little bit more sense. I just... I don't know, I, I,
0: I, it doesn't bother me that much.
2: No, like, it, it doesn't bother me that much either, it's just more of, like, if you're gonna hate on the ending of Mass Effect 3, you kind of also gotta hate on the beginning of Mass Effect, in um, my opinion.
0: Aside from it being announced, though, what a bad day to actually announce that! Like, so N seven day was this past Saturday, where everything in the whole world was overshadowed by politics.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not surprised they did it on N seven day. Like, that's no. I mean,
0: that's when you would do it, and it just yeah. so happened that the pres- presidential election was, for all purposes, called that day. Yeah, like that.
2: I didn't see. I didn't even know that they announced that on Saturday. Exactly. Like, I had no idea.
0: So I didn't know it until I saw somebody else tweet about it. As like so, I forget who it was, it might have been like Andy McNamara from formerly of Game Informer, tweeting out that like he was really confused why so many people were excited about the Mass Effect Remaster, and then he realized that we had a new president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, along with that, though, they all, BioWare also announced um, a new Mass Effect project was in the works with a veteran team. Okay. Um, don't really know what all that entails, but there's a Mass Effect project in the works, so that's probably going to be, a something.
2: Yeah, uh, with a veteran team, so maybe it won't be broken. Um, I've, I've always wanted to go so, Andromeda back...
0: Andromeda was a veteran, or not Andromeda, um, Anthem was apparently a veteran team, too.
2: Yeah, uh, but, like, I keep wanting to go back to Andromeda to try it out now that they've fixed it. Is it actually, actually fixed? Because I
0: was thinking of that same thing.
2: I, I think they did fix the issues. And, like, but because it had such a, a bad release, they just, like, you never really heard anything else from it. I, uh,
1: th- the, like, gameplay bug issues weren't the only issue with that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, the game itself was bad beyond just the bugs.
2: Yeah. Okay, I, I, I've never heard anything beyond just the bugs. That's because it's it, it, it I... so hard
0: to get through the game because of them. Yeah. Like, it, it actually had, like, game-breaking bugs, where, like. Yeah, you couldn't get past certain points because they yeah. like characters, quest characters would die, <laughs> and they would never respawn. Yeah, what, um, what,
2: and that's why I'm like, I kind of want to like play it if they've potentially fixed it, just to see like how bad it may actually be story wise.
0: So I know it's usually pretty cheap. Um, they also EA Play just got rolled into Game Pass. Yeah, and all the Mass Effect games, including Andromeda, are on there.
2: Yeah, so if anything, I would just get Game Pass and and play it on there.
0: Yeah, because but- with that they got, because EA EA plays on there, you can also play Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, um, but not Squadrons. I could have sworn I saw squ- Squadrons on there the other day, yesterday, and then I went to download it today and it wasn't there, and I was really bummed because I want to play Squadrons.
2: Yeah, I want to check that out too.
0: But it's like it's it's a thirty dollar like dog game. I'm just like, eh, maybe later yeah like I'm buying these new consoles or at least one of these new consoles like I don't, I don't necessarily want to drop thirty bucks on a game that like I may only play for an hour and then never touch again yeah um so drew yes you played among us I did what did you think uh
1: that game is hilariously fun
0: that were you yeah. were playing with people that you knew uh
1: yeah so last weekend uh me and my brother were in his discord with all his friends actually testing out in tabletop simulator uh a way to play pfl or the pay Dirt football whatever you want to the thing that the league we're in that we call the pfl yeah and his one friend jumps in to their discord has multiple different voice channels there were three people in a different voice channel one of his other friends jumps into the voice channel me and my brother are in and are like Yo, what if we merge channels and all get on some among us? So we do that and they get four more people to jump in, so we have 10. And yeah, that game is hilarious. It's so much fun.
0: How many um how many uh imposters did you guys play with? We, two. Okay, that that seems to be the sweet spot when you have like 9 to 10 people.
1: Yeah. Oh, if it's only one, like you're never going to win as the uh, I
0: I've, I've seen one imposter win. It you just have to be good be very very good.
1: Yeah. In, a, in a game with 10 people? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I'm right, and, well,
2: I mean, if you think about it, uh, as long as you're not caught or seen and if everybody you kill gets discovered, that's only 5 rounds. Not no. even. Yeah. Or well, unless unless you don't vote people out each round, it's only 5 rounds. Sure. So like, 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 in a
0: perfect scenario, but it very rarely works out where especially like in the first round, um it's unless somebody like is dead set that they think they saw something. It's very rare that somebody gets voted out the first round. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Drew, I don't know if if you watched any of it, but um, for Extra Life, um, it was like Sunday morning or Saturday morning, I guess. It, it,
1: but it was Saturday morning.
0: Uh, yeah. Giant Bomb did it with like a bunch of like GameSpot and former GameSpot people, and it was actually it was very good. Um, yes,
1: I, I did watch some of, some of that. I donated during that, actually. Oh, well, nice. So.
0: Yeah, like, that was... It was, like, two hours of them playing, like, nine people and, like, going, like, through, like, mm-hmm. the different maps and all. And just the amount of time where... Cause I I watched um, Jan's View. So, like, every time he was the killer and, like, seeing who the other killer was, was always, like, the most fun. Mm-hmm. The game is even just fun to watch people play.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... I mean, I watched... I've watched a bunch of different, like, archived uh, archived streams on YouTube of AEW wrestlers playing it, WWE wrestlers playing it, just different streamers playing it all together, and the, uh, different speedrunners playing it together. It's a lot of fun, and that's why I was like, I want to play this, and paid the five bucks to get it on PC. Nice. And, like, we only played the um, spaceship level. Like the the, the
0: default first level.
1: Yeah, um, but still, it's a lot of fun. Uh, There were a lot of times of people, you know, completely fucking up and blaming a not-imposter because they swore they saw something. Oh yeah, that's
0: my favorite thing, and I particularly- like, I would never seen this done before, but on that giant bomb stream, when Jan kept just killing people while he was in big groups of people, and then immediately blaming somebody else- and, like, mm-hmm. nobody actually blaming Jan for it was yeah. fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, Rich, I, you've at least seen people play this game before, right? I've,
2: I've played it a few times, just I've never played it with people I know. Okay. We should get a group all together and play it. Yeah, like. it,
0: it's fun. Because
1: um, it's kind of like playing, like, an Avalon or uh, something like
2: that. Yeah. Se- Secret Hitler. Um, yeah. Werewolves. Any anything, yeah. any of mm-hmm. those. Yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah, so, so this stream that me and Drew watched, um, this one guy, he'd have, there'd be like four or five people kind of all like clustered together, like doing something. And he would just click kill real quick and just randomly kill one of them. Um, and then when they got on the mics, he would immediately be like, I think it was that one. Like that they were, I think it, I think at one point they blamed Vinny cause he was looking the other direction. Yeah. And that was their entire stance, was like, we were all looking left, but Vinny was looking right, and now this person is dead. And it worked. <laughs> and they jettisoned Vinny, and he he hadn't done anything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, other than Among Us, you also started playing A Link to the Past. Again. Yeah. Uh,
1: I've been playing through A Link to the Past, because Sarah, we were in Target looking at games, and she was debating getting one of the Switch Legend of Zelda game. She eventually did wind up buying um, Link's Awakening.
0: Which is apparently a very good remake.
1: Um, But I was like, you could also just play Link to the Past, because we have that. Because she's like, I've never played a Legend of Zelda before. I mean, she could also play
0: the original Legend of Zelda. She could also
1: play the original. No. Have her play Legend of Zelda (laughs) (laughs) 2. No. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe now that she's played one in the series you could go to that i suggested link to the past because i could walk her through most of that game yeah that, like, i mean that does make sense like i am playing that game with as much as i possibly can not looking anything up and i just got done the second dungeon in the dark world or no i'm in the second dungeon i'm at the boss fight i died in the bait.
0: which one's the second dungeon in the dark world
1: uh the swamp? The, yeah okay yeah uh uh, like i said i got to that boss fight died and then i was like okay i'll see because i'm gonna have to go around and get fairies and whatnot and stock back up yeah
0: especially now that you you got the bug catching net. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> fuck i couldn't i swore i went to every building in that town
0: did you go since you're in the dark world now did you go get the the flute so that you can fast travel yes good job remember remember when we didn't know what an orchard was mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: well I, and like i couldn't remember how you got the shovel at all you get it from
0: the from him from, the from him
1: but in the dark world yeah.
0: like, "Oh, okay so, so rich when when we were like i don't know eight or nine uh drew and I, I, I were playing younger than that so maybe. i i moved out of woodland right before i turned 10 and i, mean, I know we were playing in woodland yeah uh, definitely we were playing this game together and we were in the dark world, and we were trying to find the, the flute for this kid, because the kid's on the stump, and when you talk to him in the dark world, he gives you a shovel and asks you to find his flute. And he just tells us it's in an orchard. We didn't realize at the time that just the whole area he was in was a fucking orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, we literally pulled out a dictionary to look up what an orchard was. Because <laughs> um, we were, like, eight, and just didn't fucking know that word. Um, and yeah. then proceeded to dig every single spot in that area until we found the flute.
2: I mean, digging every spot to find a flute is absolutely reasonable, I'm sure.
0: Only a, a few times, I rem- I've, I, very clearly remember the screen transitioning while we were, like, halfway through an area. And then when you transition back, all the holes are refilled. Oh. Yeah.
2: Oh, that sucks.
0: Now I just know exactly where it's at. I just go to it. Huh.
2: See, I wouldn't because I've never made it all the way through. Or, actually, I don't think I've ever actually played Link to the Past.
0: It's on, it's on the Switch online.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking play it.
1: It's so good. It's such a good game.
2: There's a lot of SNES, or a number of SNES games I do want to get into playing. But
0: that's like a I must. Mean, yeah. Especially like you played Zelda 2.
2: Look, I played Zelda 2 because I wanted to see how absolutely unbearable and ridiculous it was. And I, honestly, I, I mean, I got pretty far. I'm, I'm at the very end of the game, but it's just, that's where it's completely unbearable to me at least. Yeah.
0: Link to the Past is basically the template for every other Zelda game. Yeah. Because, like, the first Zelda, like, you can really just do it in any order. Like, yeah. there's is, there is an order that you should do it, but, like, you can really go to any dungeon. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, A Link to the Past is the one where it's like, all right, do these three things, and then you can get a sword, and then things will change, and then do, like, eight more things.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're they're also the very... I, I feel like the first ever open world games are the Legend of Zelda games. That like I mean, yeah. you can do, you can yeah. do anything at any time, and you ha- have other side quests. Like they are the classic original open world games that like a lot of people who are playing video games should just try. I at mean, some point.
0: really, like that, like there's the term Metroidvania, but like frankly, like A Link to the Past came out before both of those games that are considered Metroidvanias. Yeah, and like that game has this the same like quote-unquote system. Powers. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can't go to a thing until you get a thing to move that thing, or what have you. Yeah. Like, you need a hammer to, like, knock down the, the, the fucking stumps, or you need the power glove to lift the boulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, or you need the flippers to swim to the thing. Yeah. That's a that's a good game. I, I did... I, right when they released the SNES stuff on the Switch, I played, like, in the span of, like, an hour, I ran through the first three dungeons. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I've done... I've done those three dungeons in particular so many times Mm -hmm. that I can get through them pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. I I was having trouble in the Dark World dungeons just kind of explicitly remembering what to do. Yeah, those are the ones that... I don't remember them as much.
0: Like, the first two I'm good at, but, like, a lot Oftentimes in that game I've kind of, like, fell off after doing those. Like, I've played through the whole game before, but it's usually, like, I'll get real into it up until, like, the third or fourth... Or a second or third dungeon in the dark world, I'd be like, eh, I'll come back later and just by the time I come back, I'm like, I'm just gonna start over, fuck it. <laughs> like I'm in the middle mm-hmm. of this dungeon, I have no idea where I'm supposed to go. I'm just gonna start over. Um I am very bad at the the third dungeon boss though. The the snake on the on the top of the oh. mountain. Mm-hmm. Um like I am just fucking awful with that boss. I get knocked off of his little area so fucking often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got knocked off probably Three or four times. Yeah. Like I got to the point the last time I played it, I stood on the on the ledge and threw bombs and just hoped for the best for a while. <laughs> so so Rich, just because you never played it, the um it, like every other Zelda game after it, like you collect three medallions that then let you pull the master sword. The final dungeon for the for the final medallion, um, the boss, like the whole dungeon is one of those dungeons where if you drop through a hole in the floor, you fall to the floor below it. And if yeah. you're unlucky, you might fall multiple floors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get damage or anything like that unless you fall on something that hurts you. But like depending on how far you fall, you might have to go through puzzles again because like it's it's the red and blue switch puzzles. Yeah. Um, the boss is on like a little island kind of like floating where like the whole perimeter of it are holes that you fall into if he touches you. Mm-hmm. Um and he's one of those giant snakes that just kind of like you know, randomly spins throughout the the area and his weak spot is his tail so you can only yeah. hit his tail to damage him mm-hmm. um, and it's 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 tough and you know he gets faster the more damage he takes and everything
1: and the tail is like a fifth of the size of the head yeah that like, too it, yeah. it gets, yeah. each segment gets smaller and yeah
0: and he'll occasionally like I, like he's not purposely spiraling up but like just based on like the ai that's given to him that thing will often kind of, like, form a ball, and it just becomes damn near impossible to hit the tail without yeah. getting hit and potentially knocked off the level. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's a good game, though. I like it. Same. Yeah. Um, you th- Are you going to play through the rest of it?
1: Probably. Although, I guess we'll see how much I get sidetracked getting the PS5
0: tomorrow. That's but... true. That is true. Um, have you played any of the other, like, online stuff on there? Like, to any, like, substantial amount? Not really. Uh. uh...
1: Actually, I mean, I had to listen to, like, a, this recorded conference call thing on Friday, I think that was, during work. Maybe that was actually even Monday. And I p- beat Mario 1 nice. during that call. Nice. Like, with the warps. But I was like, yeah. fuck this. This is boring as hell. I, I mean, honestly, Mario 1. Yeah, I mean, okay, honestly...
0: I <laughs> But World 8 is the only world that actually takes any time anyway, so, like, Mm -hmm. warping to it, like, that's the majority of that fucking game.
2: I I did that once, uh, I was, like, in a stupid conference call that meant nothing or something, I don't remember what it was, but I grabbed my Switch and I played the original Star Fox, which only takes about 45 minutes.
0: Is that game that short?
2: Yeah. Uh, Wow. I mean, it's, there's multiple paths you can take, and depending on how good or bad you do, like, it gives you a ranking at the end of the game. It's all about, um, score, then progression.
0: Okay, I've only ever played bits and pieces of mm-hmm. the original Star Fox. It was never, like, a, it was never a game that I particularly had any, like, feelings for. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this is um, this is a little bit of breaking news from a few hours ago. Um, Xbox tweeted out, the official Xbox account, We can't believe we have to say this, but please, do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X.
2: Is that from the picture that somebody blew vape smoke into their Series X? I'm make assuming it look so. Like the one that blowing makes, up. Yeah,
0: I, I assume so. They then followed that tweet up with, "For any non-vape related support questions, please check out the info and it's the Xbox support um, Twitter account."
2: Don't people realize that it's vapor? It's water vapor. You don't put that stuff in electronics.
1: But it's a vapor chamber. Yeah, it's just like fucking. I
2: hate <laughs> people. I saw something uh, online earlier, I was trying to find it while we were recording, but I I couldn't, uh, that, like, somebody's review copy of PlayStation is completely, of the PS5 is completely bricked. Yeah,
0: I've heard a couple of things, that there there are apparently some different issues, like, some known issues out there for both consoles. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess some Xboxes, people are noticing, like, a clicking that might, so... People thought it was the disc drive, but it's being reported on the series S2, so it's something else is loose and broken inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some some game crashings happening, um, or some console crashes happening on the PS4 if you try to put it into rest mode while Spider-Man is running. Oh wow. Um, and apparently uh, if you have a if you have an external drive plugged in, every time it does that, it has to like do the whole like recovery check on the external drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, like, like, weird shit like that is happening, which, I mean, it's new hardware, like, there's bound to be problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, I'm gonna swap these last two also, just to get the last mm-hmm. news bit out of the way. Um, so Mads Mikkelsen may be taking over the role of Grindelwald in the final Fantastic Beasts movie from Johnny Depp.
2: Uh, I support Johnny Depp, so, I, I, I mean, I probably wasn't gonna see that movie anyway, I didn't, I I
0: know, thought that movie i got I've... canceled. <laughs>
2: I'm but I'm now more so than not uh not supporting that movie unless they bring Depp back and get rid of what's her name in uh Aquaman. Yeah, so
0: a lot of this seems to be stemming out of um Depp lost a defamation lawsuit in the UK over like from like the newspapers that were reporting that he was the abuser mm-hmm. when it actually came out that it was Amber Heard who was the shitty one. Um and WB asked him to leave the movie, which he did. Um he is still he still gets his paycheck for it though yeah so he only filmed one scene which will probably be reshot because why wouldn't it um, but he still gets like an eight figure figure paycheck so doesn't really hurt him at all
2: yeah but still it's part of the WB you're making the wrong choice here
0: yeah and I don't I I don't know for sure I feel like this is probably one of those WB moves where it's like look dude you've just got bad press going on um, this is a, supposed to be a kids' movie, so we need like not bad press around us, um, because this fucking creator of this shit is already fucking all that up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, those are not good movies, though. Like, honestly, Depp is lucky that he was asked to to leave it <laughs> and didn't have to just break his contract because yeah. the last one was bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, I did. I didn't hate, or I liked uh, the first one. The first Fantastic one, was classic Beasts yeah. and Where to Find Them. But I never saw Crimes of Grindelwald, and I've It was bad. It was bad, and, like, that's also the start of, like, realizing, oh, J.K. Rowling fucking sucks, and maybe try not to support a lot of her shit anymore?
0: Yeah, it, it's a shame. Like, all the actors in those movies are actually very good. Yeah. But, like, just that story and that sequel was not good at fucking all. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, I like Mads Mickelson. Like, I don't know that he would be the right fit for that role though like even johnny depp seemed a little too eccentric in his portrayal yeah but like i don't know i always got the got the impression that grindenwald was like i don't know like kind of charming and stuff just like the way he was talked about in like the uh, the the books and like johnny depp's portrayal made him seem just kind of crazy yeah Um, and like mads plays like crazy like sedictive really well. Like, he was Hannibal for, like, four years. So I don't know. I don't know, but I guess I guess we'll see if that actually even happens, or if that movie just gets fucking delayed into oblivion, because they don't review well. I think they still make money because they have Harry Potter in them, but like, they're not making Harry Potter money. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, you finished season four of uh, Supernatural, Rich. How was it?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're not gonna get into, uh, uh, Kaiju cast this week, because I didn't get a chance to watch my, uh, Kaiju movie. Uh, failure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You, had, you have one job for this show every week. It's come prepared to talk about a fucking giant monster.
2: <laughs> I, look, I, I, I started watching it, and it got to a slow start, and then I found out that Biden won, so I stopped watching it to watch the news about Biden winning, and then kind of, uh, just Got distracted, uh, doing and preparing for my later night things, and then I just watched Supernatural all day Sunday, to where I just didn't get around to watching, uh, Godzilla again. But, yeah, I, uh, I finished season four, which is when the show kinda starts to go off the rails and get pretty much absolutely insane. Um, there's, we already knew there were demons, because there were demon hunters and, and ghosts, and supernatural hunters, but, uh. Now angels are real, which they didn't know they were real. And Dean was brought brought back from hell, it's brought back to life from hell because the angels need him. Uh, and uh, I think maybe more than three quarters of the way through the series, you find out that uh, there's a guy who's use, who can see their exploits and writes them into books called their graphic novels called Supernatural. In the show, uh, he is a prophet from God. Writing the Gospel of the Winchesters. Wait, say that one go- more time? Yeah, I'm letting that sink in. Uh, the, the, the boys are going to be part of a new Bible in this world. Uh, and they are part of the Winchester Gospel.
0: That's really fucking weird. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, it, 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 and it's just... It just kind of goes off the rails. Uh, not really in a bad way. But, like, I can see where, like playing off of some of the things that happened from this, make it get to be a little bit too ridiculous in a few seasons. To where, like, from what I've heard, like, season 7 through 10 kind of suck. And it's playing off of what's going on now, I'm sure, like, expanding that way too much. Because, like, they, like, that is canon now. They're gonna be in the, Bi- in the new Bible. Like, it's, it, 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 it's dumb. It's weird. And, uh, the angels wanted the apocalypse to happen... Instead of stopping the apocalypse, because they want the Winchesters to kill Lucifer so that we can have paradise on Earth. How the fuck do you get ten more seasons if you have paradise on Earth because Lucifer is dead? Well, I mean,
0: have you never watched any of these other shows? There's always somebody that picks up the slack after one big band is killed.
2: Yeah, but, like, it's fucking Lucifer. Like, he is the, the head... he is the god of devils and demons, like, in this world... And he, when he comes to Earth, that starts the apocalypse. But if you're able to kill Lucifer, because this is, I guess this is what is in, like, Rapture Lore, when you kill Lucifer, like, you are then thrusting paradise on Earth, and Earth will be all happy, and every, and no one, there will never be any issues or something. I don't really know, I, fuck the Bible. But, like, I, it's just, it, it, it's just so weird. Like, the episode where they were, like, they found out that they were, uh, like, book characters i thought was great and there are some still good episodes but like it's i can see where it starts to like get a little too weird and i can understand it but i'm still enjoying it and from what i've seen online there's an episode later where they're wandering around the set of uh, on an alternate reality of the show supernatural it's 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 dumb but it's it's good uh yeah, it's, it was weird. Uh, the season ended with like a major cliffhanger with Lucifer being released, and then that was it. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm interested to see where it's gonna go from there, but I'm gonna take a break, couple week break from Supernatural and finally get Disney Plus and watch Mandalorian. And there's a few other things I want to watch as well in between. Man,
0: them. we both know that you're not gonna watch anything over the next week.
2: Uh, true. Um, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry. From- you're, go-
0: you're gonna watch like The Office or something.
2: No, no. I mean, that's the thing. I am gonna watch The Office at least one more time before the end of the year. But, um, and it's gonna be a sit down and watch. It's not gonna be like going to bed and watch. It's gonna be a sit down and watch The Office at least one more time before the end of the year. Because it's leaving Netflix and fuck getting any other streaming service than the ones I already have and Disney Plus.
1: Uh, fuck getting another streaming
2: service immediately after you said you're going to get another streaming. That that's a stream like that's a streaming service I've been wanting to get and been meaning to like fully get into, um. But like, fuck Peacock is really all I'm saying. Like, I don't now. There's two things because that's where the office is going, right? Peacock. Yeah. And and that's where Parks and Rec is. And literally the only reasons I would have Peacock is for those two shows, and that's it. Saved by the Bell.
0: I don't care. And I the, was never on the gritty Fresh Prince reboot. I,
2: I was never a big fan of Safe by the Bell. Uh I, I I can I will openly say I when I was a kid when I was younger I hated Safe by the Bell.
0: God, you're just the worst. I
2: just I didn't I found it dumb. I hated Zach Morris. Um, I love Zach Morris's trash. That is a great like I think it's I think College Humor runs that channel or did I don't know. But that was a great thing, because it shows you how terrible of a person Zach, Zach Morris is. And that's why I hate the show, is because its lead character fucking sucks. Um, but, but no, I mean,
0: so um, Peacock is actually a complete waste of money. It, it is not worth one half-hour comedy.
2: No, no, or two, because I think that's where Parks and Rec is now.
0: I'm honestly not sure.
2: Um, it, but it's, it's not worth it. I'm not going to get Peacock. I will wait until that shit goes back to Netflix, or... I, I mean I'll find new sitcoms to watch on. I've I've already found a few new sitcoms to watch when I'm going to bed and stuff that like I'm fine with without them. But I'm 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 shaking because I really need to watch my Parks and Rec. But I I don't know. Parks and Rec isn't even on Hulu anymore either. They took it off everything.
0: Yep. It's only on. I th- I think it's Peacock.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, Supernatural season four was good. Um. I think honestly so far. Season 3 still stands out as the best season, in my opinion. Um I don't know if it's because it was the shortened, more streamlined uh season, because of the writer's strike, or if it just, if it was that good. I I don't really know if people agree with me on this one, but me personally, I really strongly believe, like, season 3 was so far the best. Um That's also when it started to pick up and become, season, mid-season 2 is when it started to become, like, more silly and acknowledging how dumb it, it is. Or ridiculous it is, and then season three just embellished it more. Um, season four was just kind of grittier than other seasons and, and, and kind of darker. I was just like, I don't, you, you, you went, you, you went good in the right direction for a season and a half, and then you just like took three steps back. You need to get back into that like goofy middle point that you had, that goofy, serious middle point.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, I knew the show had like a, like a serious tone at times. Mm-hmm. But, like, just based on everything I've seen, I always just assume like, the whole thing was just kind of campy.
2: Yeah, And, like, there are some campy aspects. I think, was it this season or last season? I can't remember which one. There was a season that they had a changeling that uh, would change into uh, monster movie monsters. So you had the common, I want to suck your blood uh, a vampire and, and, like, wolfman and things like that. And not what you would see in this world. And there are some campy episodes, but for the most part, it's just, sometimes it just takes itself way too seriously, and it shouldn't.
0: Yeah, you know, I get that. I I feel like once you get, like, to, like, the later seasons, it probably stops taking itself actually seriously.
2: Yeah, and and, and I'm hoping that, from what I hear, they, like, build upon the whole, like, gospel of Winchester thing, and, and, and the prophet stuff, like, more throughout the next, throughout the rest of the series. Um... But, like, that's, that's, for me, I'm just like, that's that's just weird. That's ridiculous. Why would you do that? Just don't. Because now, like, now this is a running thing that, like, I'm sure they weren't expecting 15 seasons when they created this part where it's, like, the gospel. I'm sure they weren't like, oh, shit, we have 10 more seasons left of this. No. But, like, this is just a weird trope that you're going to have to follow through throughout the rest of the series. All
0: right. Yeah. I probably won't, but, (laughs) you know. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk
2: about? Uh, th- uh shout out to, uh, Joey Choi, Ch- Chiu, who, uh, got the first PS5. Uh, he- Oh, he, right, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was the first in line for the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. So, so, Sony sent him his own PS5 with, like, uh, uh, on the plexiglass around it, protecting it. It said, uh, Joey Choi, first in line for PS4, first in line for PS4 Pro. Patience is a virtue. This is for you. Play, play has no limits. And it's a PS5.
0: Yeah. Which that's, that is actually kind of cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, the article I saw about the person's PlayStation completely bricking was on screen rant. So I'm, I, I don't like screen rant. So I don't care.
0: That, yeah, I'm not a big fan either. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that is, that is probably a show.
2: Yep. That's a show.
0: All right. Well, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us by supporting us at patreon.com onequest If you can't support us there with dollars, you can head over to your favorite podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, all those fun platforms. You can rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All those things help a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com onequest online, or at onequestonline underscore quest on twitter and instagram our youtube channel is youtube.com slash one quest video and you can send us emails to social at one dash quest.com otherwise we'll be back next week with something else to talk about probably playstation 5 uh so thanks for listening Bye.
2: bye bye